All praise be to the Lord. Amen. Psalm 25, verse 10. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. To such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. I believe it with all my heart. And I know this truth. There are no paths that can compare with the paths of the Lord. Foolishness to the perishing. It speaks of a way, a road, a passage, a passing of life, a way of living, a well-trodden road. For the traveler, for the pilgrim. Check the history. Get into the Word and read the biblical accounts of those that took the Lord's paths, that walked His trails, that stayed the course. The purpose to know the ways of the one whose ways are perfect. You will collide with testimonies, and surely you will hear them say, Psalm 65, 11, you crown the year with your goodness, and your paths drip with abundance. There are no paths like the paths of the Lord. And what of those that have their sacred accounts, those that have walked with the Lord, that have known and know the perfection of of his paths. Those that have been gloriously directed. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Those that have been divinely protected, Psalm 27, 11, Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Those that have been guarded and marvelously preserved, Proverbs 2, 8, He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of His saints. Oh, for a generation, a company, a people, a caravan that would have as their testimony, Job 23, 11, my foot has held on to his path. I have kept his way and not turned aside. The Lord is faithful, and he will show us his paths if we so desire. Psalm 16, 11, you will show me the path of life and in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. If we will ask him, if we will invite him, if we will surrender and offer ourselves to him, the totality of living in life, he will order our steps Yes, if we allow him to. 
Psalm 37, 23, the steps of a good man are ordered that is established by the Lord. And he delights in his way. In this life and in this world, a world full of darkness, if we'll let him, if we'll trust him, if we'll get into his word and allow him to speak to us and allow him to direct us down the path of life, he will illuminate the paths. This needed supply, Psalm 119.105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. How we must know and acknowledge this need, this desperate need in our lives. Proverbs chapter 2, beginning of verse 1, my son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. What does the Bible say? Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity in every good path. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things, from those who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perversity of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and who are devious in their paths. How beautiful are the paths of the Lord. Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14 from the Amplified Bible, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad and easy to travel is the path that leads the way to destruction and eternal loss. And there are many who enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow and difficult to travel is the path that leads the way to everlasting life. And there are few who find it. In this case, the path of the Lord. 
And we see here there is a choice of two paths. This choice given to each of us. One path with a narrow gate. And one with a wide gate. One narrow. One broad. One that leads the way to everlasting life. And one that leads the way to destruction and eternal loss. One path that few travel. And one path that many travel. One that few travel. Is it because one is narrow and difficult? And the other is broad and easy? You see, the path and the way that leads the way to life and everlasting life has its paths. And I'm not trying to bring confusion, but as we take the path of the Lord entering through the narrow gate, life plays out. And moments of life, the hours, the days of life, the weeks, the months, the years, and the decades, we are traveling the path and the paths of life find divine purpose within its borders. Think of it this way. I take the path, and the path of childhood drips with abundance. I take his path, and the path of adolescence drips with abundance. I take the path and the paths of adulthood, relationship, marriage, building family, drip with abundance. The path of purpose, the path of destiny, the path of ministry, the path of kingdom usefulness, the path of occupation, career, business, dripping with abundance. And we're talking about the abundance of the Lord. The choice is set before each of us. It's the heart of God that He would lead us. Proverbs 10.22 So beautiful are these words. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. And He adds no sorrow with it. How beautiful the paths of the Lord. We read scriptures like Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. 
Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. To the end of days, for the length of days, I share these words with you today. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The Christian delights to be obedient, but it is the obedience of love to which he is constrained by the example of his master. He leadeth me. The Christian is not obedient to some commandments and neglectful of others. He does not pick and choose, but yields to all. Observe that the plural is used, the paths of righteousness. Whatever God may give us to do, we would do it, led by His love. Some Christians overlook the blessing of sanctification, and yet to a thoroughly renewed heart, this is one of the sweetest gifts of the covenant. If we could be saved from wrath and yet remain unregenerate, impenitent sinners, we should not be saved as we desire. For we are mainly and chiefly those that pant to be saved from sin and led in the ways of holiness. All this is done out of pure free grace for His name's sake. It is to the honor of our great shepherd that we should be a holy people walking in the narrow way of righteousness. If we be so led and guided, we must not fail to adore our heavenly shepherd's care. Enter through the narrow gate. Let him lead you. His paths drip with abundance. In the natural Some of the narrowest, most difficult-to-travel paths lead to the most incredible sights, the most incredible encounters, experiences, heights, and depths. In the natural, have you ever taken one? And yet some, many, will never know the joy and usefulness of the journey and the wonder these paths lead to because they are turned off by the nature of the paths. Narrow. Difficult. Few. Versus the many. Proverbs 4, verses 18 to 27, the path of the just is like the sun, like the shining sun that shines ever brighter into the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, give attention to my words. 
Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. I wonder, would we ponder the path of our feet? Sit back and ponder the path. Consider and contemplate today. Deuteronomy 5.33, you shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you that you may live and that it may be well with you and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. The beautiful words of the psalmist David, Psalm 25, verse 4 and 5, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. This holy invitation, inviting the Lord, asking the Lord, petitioning the Lord, crying out, show me, teach me, and lead me, Lord. The Lord is so faithful concerning these, and he will accept the invitation. You know, the Lord is concerned with this life and our entrance into the next life. And that's why we need him to lead us now. That's why we need to ask him now, show me, teach me, lead me. That's why we need to ponder the path we're on right now, this very moment, this very day. The course and direction of our living and our life and all that that means. Ponder the path of your feet. The paths of the Lord are trusted trails. We trust Him in this life and we know that as we follow the Lord on these trusted trails, He's leading us to a better country. This is the invitation He extends to us. Hebrews eleven thirteen to 16, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them far off. We're assured of them embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had the opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. 
for he has prepared a city for them. Could we draw from this text that the Lord is ashamed of some? Focus on that line, the desire of better that is a heavenly country. The NLT, they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. You see, as we live and the path we take and the paths we take, we should ponder our feet. And we would ponder the path of our feet if we so desired a better country, the heavenly country. And if we would have the Lord lead us there, the living Bible, they were living for heaven. What are you living for? The J.B. Phillips New Testament, the fact is that they longed for a better country altogether. Nothing less than a heavenly one. I'm here to announce today, and many of us in this room know it as reality and know it as the truth. Only the path and the paths of the Lord take us to a better country. Take us to the better country. And you might ask, well, if I enter through the narrow gate, if I decide today to take the path of the Lord, this narrow path, forsaking this wide and broad way that the many take, are there any dangers, enemies? Obstacles, valleys, tough climbs along this way. Remember, some of the narrowest, most difficult to travel paths lead to the most incredible sights, the most incredible encounters, experiences, heights. You will face problems. We all will. But what of the problems we face? Corey Ten Boom said he uses our problems as building materials for his miracles. I began to understand that this was my first lesson in learning to trust him completely. My first steps on the path to complete dependence on and obedience to his guidance. All this journey, as glorious as it is, on trusted trails that lead to a better country will certainly have its foes. <laughs> Numbers 13, 25 to 30. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran, at Kadesh. They brought back word to them into all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Why the nevertheless in the text? Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. 
The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Is there a Caleb in the house today? Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we we are well able to overcome it. You know, hear the voice, hear the sound in the voice, faith and courage today, the report of the Lord. This path that we take, and we're applying this scripture here, when we take the path of the Lord, listen, we're going to face enemies. There's going to be troubles. We still live in this life. The life I now live in the flesh, I live by what? Faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. we got to trust him as he leads us through this life. Don't run from the path of the Lord. Don't push away from the narrow gate and turn away to the wide gate, the broad gate, because it leads to destruction in this life or the next. The reality is you might sit here and say, well, the people in the world, they ponder the path of their feet and it seems to work out okay for them. Yeah, well, what of when they die? Listen, this is the reality. You can take that path, and you're going to have problems. (laughs) And you're going to have struggles. You're going to have trials. All that is part of life. We live in a fallen world. Or you can take the Lord's path. And though we face these things, we have a God who is with us and for us and leading us. And all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And it all becomes divine and it plays out divine and it's beautiful. And you can look back at the end of days and say, the paths have dripped with abundance. The Lord has been faithful. Look what the Lord has done. And you know what? When you face that last enemy death, you have hope. What of those that took the wide way? The Broadway, what hope do they have to cry out in the final moments of life? Perhaps, but the Lord knows the heart. I think of the paths of the Lord that David traveled. Did he not face a Goliath? 1 Samuel 17, 33-37, David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. We know the end of the story. For this path of the Lord dripped with abundant victory. How could we not think of the man Joseph, surely the Lord's paths for him. Surely the Lord's paths dripped with abundance 
for what the enemy meant for good. It's rather for evil God meant for good. We think of Daniel in the pages of Scripture. The Lord shut the mouths of the lions. What of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as they chose to stand when everyone else is bowing down to an image set up? Everyone else is choosing the wide way, the broad path that leads to destruction. They chose the narrow gate, the narrow way. They refused to bow at the sound put out by the world. Guess what? They faced a fiery furnace. The heat was cranked up. The test of faith on the narrow path that dripped abundance. And God was so faithful fourth man in the fire. Keep crying out. Keep seeking and desiring the paths of the Lord. Keep asking the Lord no matter what age we are in this room. Let's keep asking him to show us his ways and to teach us his paths and to lead us in his truth. For he's the God of our salvation. Perhaps we've come into this room today And we're not on the path of the Lord. We haven't taken his path. Or perhaps we've gone astray once we did take his paths. What hope is there? I want to read Psalm 25, 8 to 15. I want you to know that good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he teaches sinners in the way. The humble he guides in justice, and the humble he teaches his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth to such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. Who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way he chooses. He himself shall dwell in prosperity, and his descendants shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Thank you, Lord. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Reading from the Living Bible, the Lord is good and glad to teach the proper path. Can you hear those words today? To all who go astray. He will teach the ways that are right and best to those who humbly turn to him. That's the qualification right there. We humbly turn to him. And when we obey, when we obey him, every path he guides us on is fragrant with his loving kindness and his truth. Where is the man who fears the Lord? God will teach him how to choose the best. He shall live within God's circle of blessing, and his children shall inherit the earth. Will you call on the Lord? Will you once again desire and long for the paths, the trusted paths of the Lord that lead to a better country? I want to ask today, if you're not on the paths of the Lord, would you ponder the path of your feet? For to where are the paths you're on now leading you? Where are they leading you? And where are they leading your family and your sons and daughters and an unborn generation? Ponder the path of your feet.
We should feel the weight of what's at stake. Psalm 84, 5 to 12, reading from the message paraphrase, and how blessed all those in whom you live, whose lives become roads you travel. They wind through lonesome valleys, come upon brooks, discover cool springs and pools brimming with rain. God traveled. These roads curve up the mountain and at last turn Zion. God in full view, God of the angel armies, listen. Oh, God of Jacob, open your ears, I'm praying. Look at our shields glistening in the sun, our faces shining with your gracious anointing. One day spent in your house, this beautiful place of worship beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. That's a man after God's own heart. All sunshine and sovereign is God, generous in gifts and glory. He doesn't scrimp with his traveling companions. It's smooth sailing all the way with God of the angel armies. Listen, how beautiful it is to walk with the Lord. Can we receive these words today? Deuteronomy 31.8. And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. The Amplified Bible, it is the Lord who goes before you. He will march with you. He will not fail you or let you go or forsake you. Let there be no cowardice or flinching, but fear not. Neither become broken in spirit, depressed, dismayed, and unnerved with alarm. Second Corinthians 2.14, now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. And through us, listen, this is part of what he's doing. This is his plan, diffuses, that is, manifests the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Triumphant paths. Let's have the worship team return today again. Psalm 25.10, the living Bible. When we obey him, every path he guides us on is fragrant with his loving kindness and his truth. I wonder, would you ask him today? Would we ask him today? Show me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. Would we ponder the path of our feet today, the path we are on, and the paths we are taking and committing ourselves to? We're traveling down right now. Does the path in front of you appear dark? His word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We don't need the whole path lit up. Press on at his word according to his word, the light provision for the next step. The path will brighten as the steps require it to. 
Are you in the midst of something today and you can't seem to find a way out of it? The words of Billy Graham, hundreds of philosophies and scores of religions have been invented to circumvent the Word of God. Modern philosophers and psychologists are still trying to make it appear that there is some way out other than the path of Jesus. His paths are proven. His paths are perfect. His paths are pure. Yes, Proverbs 4.18, the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior today, I would invite you to come and kneel before the cross. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only path that leads to the Father. Enter through the narrow gate. The narrow way, you can be part of the few that find it. Enter through. Give your life to Him. Surrender. Repent. Give your all to Jesus. Confess Him as Savior and Lord of your life. Commit to follow him all the days of your life from this time forward, taking his paths. Let him lead you in this life and into life everlasting. If you would take your world, your life, all that you are, and kneel at the cross, you can get up off your knees today knowing that he has forgiven you and calls you his own. It's time. there's a prodigal in the house, come to your senses. Decide today. Just like the prodigal son in the Word of God, I will rise and go to my Father. To all of us here today, let's hold fast. To his steps, let's keep his way. Let's continue to cry out that the Lord would lead us. In all seasons of life, through all seasons of life, the moments, the days, the weeks, the months, the years, the decades, it would all count for eternity. Let's stand in the house of the Lord today. Speak to us, Lord. As we lift up this course in closing, if you need prayer for anything, the altar is always open. Please make your way to the front. The prayer team would love to stand with you in prayer.
If you'd like to surrender your life to Jesus, I'd invite you to come. Bow down and kneel before the Son of God. God himself, Jesus, and surrender your life. Lord, lead us.